Welcome to the end of October and welcome to Kenny and the Coaches. Halloween is just a couple of days away and it's the season of trick-or-treating. With that, a lot of people like to get into the spirit of scaring people. My guest on this episode coaches a team that puts fear in a lot of their opponents this football season. They look to have a say in who is this year's Class B state champion. Here's my conversation with Sealing head football coach, Gary Manuel. All right, Coach, thanks for taking time out of your schedule to visit with me a little bit. It's the middle of the season, so I know you're a pretty busy man. Well, thanks for having me, man. No, today's Wednesday, all the church, we get out of practice early, and the kids all go to church. And this is kind of the evening I come home and just kind of relax a little bit. Yeah, you probably don't get too much time to do that. <laughs> no, I'm always thinking about the next one or making sure I got something covered all the time. I hear you. I hear you. Now, Right off the bat, I always ask this of all the coaches, but who were some of the people in your life that had an influence on your decision to become a coach? Well, my high school coach, uh, Robert Babcock, who we are still really close. Uh, usually during the season, we talk two or three times a week, or we'll text each other several times a day with different plays and things. And and uh, he had a really big influence on me. And then my college coaches, you mm-hmm. know, uh, for my senior year in college, my college coach asked me if I, you know, if I wanted to coach. He said he thought I'd make a good coach. I said, well, I guess I'll try it, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and that's kind of what led me here, what I'm doing now. And, and man, it's something that I really enjoy because I can't play the game anymore. So I just try to give my knowledge to the kids and, and hopefully they can take it and run with it. Yeah. Now, I did a little – Re- internet researching on you to kind of see if I could find some info on you. I saw that you were in the oil field for a little bit. Worked in the oil field. Mm-hmm. Well, I got out, I coached college football for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And, and then I got out. We moved here to see like, my wife's whole family's from here. Uh, and we moved here and, and I was just, when I was kind of burnt out with coaching, I, I just felt like, you know, you coach college football for 10 years. I just felt like my career wasn't going anywhere. And, mm-hmm. and, hit home for me is we had my son's birthday party we was at Chuck E. Cheese in Wichita I'll never forget it and he asked me we're sitting at the table he asked me dad are you gonna be at my birthday party next year mm. and I knew it was time for me to quit yeah I, hear you know, I knew it was my time to to do something different and we moved here man it's been the best move that that we could have ever made for our kids and our family and and I, I, man I just and like I said I, I worked in the oil field for six and a half years when I got here and I was just a volunteer I'd mm-hmm. show up every day to practice, and you know, I don't know if you heard stories about Coach Hendrickson, but mm-hmm. I did believe him about the Cokes and Cookies. That's uh, honest to God, that is the truth. <laughs> I, I never believed it until I saw him. I would show up at 3.15, pick my kids up from school, and our players would be walking off the field. Yeah. I'd walk up to Coach Hendrickson, we done with practice. No, Coach, we're going to get some Cokes and Cookies, then we're going to come back out. <laughs> it, was the, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen, man. But, uh, you know, I... You know, I, I learned a lot from Coach Henderson, just how to deal with kids and, and just different things because it's different in high school to college. And, mm-hmm. and then I had Coach Haney. I don't know if you know Brian Haney, mm-hmm. head coach at uh, Quentin. Uh, he was the head coach here after Coach Hendrickson. And I learned a lot of things from him. He's a really good football coach. Just, you know, we pick each other's brains all the time about different things. And, and uh, man, I just, I mean, I've had great people to, to be able to lean on and ask questions. And that's... Uh, kind of the reason why I'm where I am today. Yeah, I mean, it was 
I know I kind of followed that same path. I was I wasn't a college coach, but I was coaching at my alma mater, and then I got out and worked in the oil field for about six years, and I got back into it. And the reason why I got back into it because it was like it, I've always heard it, but it didn't really register until I was out of the, until I was in the oil field for a couple of years. If coaching's in your blood, then you're going to come back to it eventually. Oh know? yeah, oh yeah. Now, yeah. no, go ahead. No, it's nonstop for me, man. I just I eat, breathe, and sleep football. Uh, ask my wife; she always tells me all the time she gets neglected during football season. <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, because I'm just, you know, last year we had a great season, man. We we mm-hmm. did something that we just kind of come out of nowhere. You know, like I told the kids, I said, right now you guys are not in the conversation. I said, if you want to get in the conversation, all you got to do is keep winning. Mm-hmm. And that's what they did. They they believed in the plan and 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 they stayed true to the process. And then we ended up in the state championship game by a blessing and just didn't play very well that night, the first half, and then ended up coming up short. But I tell you what, man, when I look back on last year, I, I really wish that I would have really took the time to really enjoy the kids more, man. But I was always grinding, trying to get ready mm-hmm. for the next one, just never really sitting back and looking like, man, you got a pretty good football team. I just, you know, I just mm-hmm. never did that. And then some days, man, I sit and I, and I sit around and I think about that and I see pictures of those kids and I'm just like, those guys are pretty good. I wish I had a back, yeah. you know, so. Yeah. What I'm trying to do this season is try to take this all in. This is my son's senior year, and uh, man, I'm just trying to take it all in and just, you know, let let our kids play. Man, I kind of let them be themselves. That's something I've had to learn because mm-hmm. I'm kind of old school. Yeah. You know, yeah. these kids now, you know, they don't go to the locker room and sit and be quiet, and everybody put their headphones on. You know, they got music blasting, you know, it's like Comedy Central in there. And But, you know, when they get on the field, they're going to be ready to play. So I just let them, I let them be themselves. Yeah. And I've had to adapt to the players because they've changed over the years. And I've kind of had to adapt some of my ways and, and, and you know, and things that I believe in and to the kids because you have to. I mean, you, if you don't adapt to the kids, you, you become like a dinosaur. You become extinct. Yep, absolutely. You know? So you got to adapt. Yep. Now you kind of mentioned your son. What is what has it meant to you to go through kind of this journey with your son? Well, man, it's been pretty special. You know, uh, not only my son, my my other two sons. You know, his other two buddies that seniors with them. I've coached these kids when I first came here. Me and a buddy of mine here, we started a third and fourth grade football program here, and, and those kids were on my football team. Mm-hmm. You know. So I, I've coached these kids. These kids have stayed at my house. These, I mean, these guys, these three guys mean a whole lot to me. And, and, and I just, I just love to see them try to come out on top, you know, just because they've worked really hard to, to get to where they are right now. And it's, it's been a great journey and a heck of a ride and, and we're not ready for it. And I'm just, you know, my wife sent me pictures today of our son, you know, with his senior panel picks, and I'm like, I, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> you know, Man. I still got two more kids to go, but I'm just not ready for him to. I mean, he shouldn't be, you know, a grown man, you know what I'm saying? Oh, so yeah. it, it's it's going to be tough, but, you know, hey, it's part of life. We all got to grow up, and we all got to move forward, and, and we got to move on. Man, I'll tell you what, uh, what – Whatever your last game is going to be, you know, hopefully for you it's in the state championship game. But 
it, it's not going to, whether you're feeling the highest of highs after that game, whenever you grab your son after that game, because I went through this last year, you're like, all right, I'm, I'm good. I'm not, I'm not going to break down. As soon as you grab him, you're going to break down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, man. I, I, I did that after the semifinal game last year. Yeah. Because a lot of people didn't believe in us, but mm-hmm. you know, those, you know, you got to understand my first year here, I started out 0 and 4. I can remember this like yesterday. I, you know, I came home that, after that fourth loss and I sit at the table and I was crying. I told my wife, I said, why did I quit my good oil field job to do this? I thought I had, <laughs> you know, I thought I had all the answers and, and I didn't, you know what I mean? And, and I was really struggling because we wasn't as talented. We had a really talented team the year before. We had a bunch of seniors. Mm-hmm. And I thought with the guys we had coming back, I knew we didn't have a lot of skilled guys. I thought I could make them really competitive. And I really struggled, man. So I, I, I you know, I leaned on my wife and, my high school coach, Coach Babcock, and even my preacher. I mean, mm-hmm. my preacher come up one su- that Sunday, that same week, and, 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 and sit down with me after get out of church. And just, I was pretty down in the dumps, man. I just, you know, because I've never really lost like that. And, you know, mm-hmm. your first time as a head coach, and, and you're sitting there looking for answers, man. Yeah. You know, and uh, so, but. Man, those kids believed in me, and, and they they never stopped working. They never gave up. They came to practice every day and worked their butts off. And I mean, we get in the playoffs that year. We go to the first round and go win a playoff game, and, and we go on the road the second round. We go play Alec. That was, I think, two years after they had just won the state championship. And we go down there and play them on the road, and we're up 12 points at halftime. Mm-hmm. You know, our kids are playing their tails off, and and, and – then I ended the game with my third string quarterback. My other two quarterbacks had concussions. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and one of them got metaphyzed. So oh, you mad. So yeah. it was, uh, it was tough, but man, I really appreciate those kids and, and just, you know, sticking with me and never giving up. Cause I had never give up on them. And, 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 and here we are now, you mm-hmm. know, now uh, kind of going off of that. I mean, the past few years, it's like you, you're, you, you've gotten deeper and deeper runs and it just kind of seems like, you know, you guys are kind of in the Northwest, but not necessarily in the Northwest. So do you, do you feel like you guys kind of don't get the respect you deserve? Well, uh, you know what? I, I tell our kids all the time, I, I, and this is funny I say this, but we got a guy, a newspaper guy, he does, he, you know, he comes, he calls me, talks to me after every game. He watches our game film, he asks me questions. I don't read newspapers, man. Mm-hmm. My wife get it. I don't care what articles in there. I, I don't read newspapers. I don't pay attention to the outside noise because I know what we have in that locker room and, and the guys that I have in that coach's office. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, we feel like if we do our job and our kids prepared, uh, everything else will take care of itself. You know, at the end of the day, if the other team's better than you, they're better than you. But what we try to do as coaches is put our kids in the best possible position to be successful and and let the you know let it fall where it falls. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't pay a lot of attention to getting respect, no respect, whatever. It is what it is, man. Like you know, I, I don't pay attention to rankings. I don't care about all that stuff. All I care about at the end of the day is our team getting better. Are we making progress? Yep. That's all I care about. Because if I feel like we're making progress, we're headed in the right direction. Yeah. You know, so, and that's just, that's kind of my focus. I don't pay attention to anything else. Yeah. I'm just telling you, I don't, you may not believe me, but I do not. <laughs> that stuff doesn't matter to me. Football rankings is not like basketball and baseball. True. 
100 you know true. Yep. All that is to me, that's just a pride thing. You can beat your chest on. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. At the end of the day, if you're at home when the playoff starts, that doesn't matter. Uh, yep. You're absolutely. Or if you right. go home in the first or second round, it doesn't matter. Yep. You know. So the bottom line is, you got to go out. You got to go play the game. And that's what I tell our kids, and, you know, and I don't know. I just, I don't pay a lot of attention to that stuff. I don't put a lot of stock in it, man. I just I almost, don't worry about what everybody say. My son read me stuff off message boards, and yeah. I just laugh because I, I think it's funny, you yeah. know. Yeah, I, I almost wish that they would just do away with rankings for football because, like you said, it means nothing. The district, the district standings are what matters, you know, yeah. as far as the playoffs. Go, oh, we, we may go one and four next year in non-district. Yep. It's yep. a good possibility, okay? You know? Mm-hmm. But we might get in the playoffs and make some noise, too. Yep, yep. You, you know what I mean? I mean, we got a tough schedule next year. I mean, whew. <laughs> Everybody said, why don't you do that, Coach? Well, nobody wants to play it up here. Nobody True. but the, the, the really good ones want to play you, and that's fine. Because I want my kids to be challenged. Mm-hmm. That is something. I like oh, oh, yeah, that is something that it, it does seem like it, I'm not doing scheduling myself, but it does seem like it's harder and harder. If you've got a good program in non-district, people don't want to play you. Dude, I'm, our girls' basketball, our basketball program's running into that right now. Yeah. We're not even having our basketball tournament this year because nobody wants to come up here and play. Wow. I don't get that. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I I get no satisfaction out of beating people you're supposed to beat. Mm-hmm. That does nothing for me as a coach. Yeah. You're supposed to win that game. Mm-hmm. You know, I like playing people that nobody expect you to win or even expect you to be in the game, mm-hmm. and then you make it a game. To me, that's what it's all about. Oh yeah, yeah, so, absolutely, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I just, yeah. That's just how I am. It's it's been hard. I mean, we've had people right around here that drop us from their schedule, mm-hmm. and I'm like, we're right here, man. We can play junior high, peewee, high school. And they, you know, we had several teams drop us when my son then became freshman because we had a pretty good group of kids and we were going to be pretty good. But yeah. it was going to be a struggle the first couple of years, and we knew that as coaches, but people still didn't want to play us. Yeah, I never have understood that. I, You know, like here at Velma, where our non-district schedule was pretty tough this year and it's going to be pretty tough next year too. I just I never have understood kind of scheduling you know quote unquote cupcakes you know easy wins playing JV teams I've never never understood that I don't see how that makes you better it makes you I guess confident I guess that you can you know yeah I mean, if, if you want to take that if you're trying to build a program I don't think it's a bad idea but once you kind of get it established a little bit I mean yeah test yourself it's like, I mean like right now I mean we were still. I mean, I know I'm referring to basketball a little bit, but we're still having a hard time trying to fill our basketball schedule. Yeah, that's crazy. Because nobody wants to play. We lose games during the season last year in basketball because we played football for so long, and we called all around the state, well, our, our, our girls will play you, but our boys don't want to play you because if they get beat by a Class A team, they gain nothing from it. <laughs> wow. Because we were pretty good at boys basketball. Yeah. But, you know. And our girls were state champion back-to-back, and they got a chance for a three-peat. I mean, they didn't have a senior on their basketball team last year, our girls. Yeah. So, And they're, they're going to be tough. The thing about it is, they work. Mm-hmm. You, you would think they went 0-25 last year if you walked in the gym. <laughs> that's great. That's, that's, that's hard to find that. 
Yeah, yeah they're pretty humble, and, and he doesn't let them. He don't let them think they're nothing. He gets after them. Yeah. I mean, and that's another thing too. You know, you we we have we have great coaches around here. There's a lot of great coaches in Northwest Oklahoma, but I'm blessed to be at a school where we have coaches here that's played for championships, and I pick those guys' brain, man, all the time mm-hmm. about little things, you know, playoffs and all those things. I pick their brains because, you know, it's 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 just good to know things about, you know, different things. I've called Coach Bullet over at Shattuck, Troy, mm-hmm. and visit with him and ask him questions about things. And, you know, guys that's been there and done it, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and I just think that's good. I always have that that open line of communication where you can call somebody and ask some questions about certain things, this and that, and and they kind of steer you in the right direction. Yeah. Now, and also, kind of, you kind of mentioned the the different sports there. Kind of talk about the the community of Sealing and the support that they show for not just the football program, but just for the athletics in general. It seems like it's pretty pretty big deal there in Sealing. Yeah, you know, I, I, I tell people this all the time. You know, even when my first year when we wasn't real good, we could still go on the road to road games. A lot of times, we'd have more fans than the home team. Wow, That's, you know, mm-hmm. uh, our the people around here really support the kids. I mean, they on Wednesday nights they have a they have a church deal. We have a couple churches for the older kids, but they drive buses and vans around and pick up. They'll have a hundred and fifty, you know, from first grade to fifth and sixth grade at one church mm-hmm. you know this is every Wednesday night mm-hmm. and then you have the, the middle school and high school kids they got two churches in town where all those kids go you know yeah. just the community support and, and I mean it's it's unbelievable man I you know s- small people don't realize it but coaching in a small town is is really a blessing Yes, I would you agree know, with that. You, you get the support. It's not like you're at, and I'm just using this for example, like at Deer Creek or, you know what I mean, oh, yeah. or somewhere yeah. like that. You know, just small town coaching is is is, is really good stuff, and and, and uh, people really enjoy watching the kids, and they're gonna come out and support them, even if they're not even football people. Yeah, you know, they still them. come out to the games. Yeah, I think know? I think you're spot on with that. Not to say anything about big towns, but. I think just at a small town, I think there's the school spirit because usually it's the, the main attraction, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I always think that school spirit's a lot higher in smaller towns than it is in bigger towns. Yeah, it is. This, like I said, this is a great community, man. The, the things that these people do for the kids around here, it's it's unbelievable, man. It's uh, we couldn't we couldn't ask for a better place, to, you know, for our kids to be raised, uh, you know. I grew up in a small town and moving back here was just like, it was a blessing for me, mm-hmm. you know, my family, you know, not only that, you know, my mom's only two hours from here. Uh, her whole family lives here, aunts, uncles, mom, grandmother. I mean, everybody lives right here. Yeah. So it, it's a blessing. I've got to coach all my nephews and my cousins. And I have actually one nephew left. He's a sophomore. Uh, they're still in school, yeah. and then I have my little boy. That's but he's a second grader, so. But that's it. I've coached all my cousins and nephews, so man, it's it's been awesome. You know, we have great support, and you know, we have a big golf tournament, football golf tournament every year. I just do it together one year, and 
make quite a bit of money off of it. So that's <laughs> I do it every year for the, for the football guys, and I buy a lot of our football stuff with it. And, and it's man, it's been great. Yeah. It's been great. People don't even play golf. They'll they'll just give you money. Uh, we don't play golf, but you know, here's five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. It's yeah. been awesome, and it's it's a uh, this this place is is unmatched as far as community support man it's it's unreal yeah now before i before i get you out of here i got i, I got a couple off the wall questions but this one here do you think that uh eight man football in oklahoma is in a good place right now yes i do i, I really do i think it's in a good place um you know it's always things that we could do to to make the game better you know i've heard a lot of kickback on the split but here's the deal on the split deal. I mean, what it does is it allows teams who's maybe is not as talented as they've been in the past to be able to still keep a competitive program. Mm -hmm. no, nobody likes to be the cellar dweller. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, you know, if you, if you coach at a school long enough, you're going to go through, you're going to go through times where you may go through three or four years where you're not going to be very good. Mm -hmm. That's just part of it, coaching at a small school. Because, yep. you know, the thing about a high school coach, we have to coach everything that comes through the door that yeah. wants to play. Yeah. We don't get to go pick our players, mm -hmm. you know. So, and I think, to me, one of the – this is how I measure coaches, okay? Any coach can coach talent. You just make sure they know what time the bus is leaving and make sure they get on, mm -hmm. Okay. When you're not as talented as you've been in years past and you still get those kids to believe in what you're doing and you find ways to win games, to me, that's coaching. Amen. Yep, I would agree you with that. You understand what I'm saying? Anybody Amen. can coach talent. Mm-hmm. You know, that's dope. Guys are easy to coach. You know, so, but that's, you know, but you're going to go through sparks like that. We're getting ready to hit a spark like that here in, here in about three years. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a couple of years where we're not going to, we're not going to be near as talented as we've been. Mm -hmm. You know, so we got a little bit of a gap, to seventh, eighth, and ninth grade. Now, I do got some seventh graders. I think it's going to be good players, but they're just young right now, and they're still growing. But, you know, right now, eighth and ninth grade, it was just kind of, you know, we got a couple really good athletes, but, you know, we're fixed to go through that little where we're not going to be as talented. You know, not be able to put eight talented guys out there on the field. You may have three or four. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. so, it's just something you go through. But, no, I think it's in a great place right now, and uh, just hopefully it just continues to keep growing, man. I think eight men's a great game, and, and a lot of people don't realize it. Um, it's a great it's a great football game. It's football. Okay? Yes. If you can play, you can play. Mm-hmm. I honestly believe that if you're good enough to play at the next level, they will find you no matter where you're at. Yep. Yep. You know, if the coaches do their homework, mm -hmm. that's what I've always told my son. It don't matter where you play or what you play. Mm -hmm. If you're good enough to go to the next level, they will find you. Yep. There, yep. And there's a place for everyone. I've heard that. From yes. yes, it is. It may not be, you know, you may not be at OU or OSU or one of those places, but you can eventually get there if you want to bad enough, if you've got yes. the talent to get there. Yes, you can. Mm. All right, Coach, before I let you go, i got three questions always. I've started asking people. It's a little bit different from the usual coaching talk. All right, first question. What is something people would be surprised to hear that Gary Manuel is bad at? Golf. Golf. <laughs> and I, work to play. I play every day if I could. And I'm not a very good fisherman. Okay. 
if I go to a pond, I always get my line tangled up or I backlash my bait caster, you know, and, and I'm not a very good fisherman and not a very good golfer, yeah. but I'd rather play golf than fish. Man, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I played so much this summer. We moved here to Velma and the golf course. I can walk to the golf course. So oh, I started playing over there, and man, I was—I I literally played like five days a week, and Dude, we got in. A, awesome. Well, I, I got in a golf tournament not too long ago, and it was in a four-man scramble, and I was—I don't—I don't know if we ever used any of my shots. So that's all right. No, yeah, but you had a good time. I sure did. I was gonna say I had fun that's, every time I go out matters, there. That's all that matters, buddy. <laughs> that's all that matters. I, when I first moved down here, when I worked in the oil field, me and my my son that's a senior, we would go play golf several days a week. I had a golf membership. We'd go play a couple times a week. Mm -hmm. I played probably six times in the last two and a half years just because my son has always played travel baseball. And yeah. we just, I mean, we were gone every weekend, every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We were gone. Well, my daughter was playing travel softball, so we were never home. But I love to play golf, but I'm not very good at it. Yeah, that's all right. None of us are going on tour, so. No, no, but I like to play. Some days I can play really good. Some days look like I've never hit a ball before. Yeah. All right, second question. If you could visit with any athlete or coach to pick their brain, past or present, who would it be? You know, <laughs> I, I really like Michael Jordan. After watching The Last Dance and just listening to some of the things, the way he – way he found something within the game to motivate him mm -hmm. that just really you know I, I i i don't know that was just so intriguing to me how he motivated himself to go play mm -hmm. uh and his worth ethic you know but i i think one of the hottest guys michael jordan would be the guy but i think one of the guys i would love to be sit down personally and and really really pick his brain because I love a lot of things that he that he has to say, and and people don't realize it because he's such a you know his confidence scares people. That's Deion Sanders. Oh yeah, oh, dude. you you cannot discredit what he has done there, in Colorado. No, you know, yeah, he went and got beat by Oregon, and yeah, he got beat by USC, but they played a lot better against USC. Mm -hmm. You know, because they found some things that they weren't very good at. They needed to work on and, and you know, kind of got themselves exposed a little bit. But I love how he's handled all these situ different situations. And, and I just I, I listen to a lot of things, you know, because if you're on Twitter, I mean, he's always got something on Twitter or some quote or something he said. And, and it's really, really neat stuff and, and how he carries himself. And I, I really like it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be one I'd want to sit down with, too. I never really thought of that, but, yeah, he would be – just like you said, with what he's done there, man, it's – I think it's just such a shock to the college system that – Yeah. You know, I think people yeah. are just like, he's got to be doing something wrong. He's having too much success this early. You know, yeah. it's just – yeah, no. All right. And they're going to continue to get better. I mean, look, from a talent standpoint, they knew they were overmatched going to Oregon. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they knew that. I mean, he's realistic. Yeah. I mean, he, he knew offensive defensive line wasn't ready for that action. Mm -hmm. I mean, but at the end of the day, you got to still have your kids. You got to believe in what you're doing. Mm -hmm. you, you understand what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's just like, you know, we, we're getting ready to play somebody, you know, because used to these kids didn't believe they could 
stay on the field with Laverne. Mm-hmm. Well, every time we step on the field with them now, they they think they're going to beat them. Yep, yep. There's something to that. Absolutely. You, you, know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and, you know, I'm just using that as an example, but, you know, that's just how it is, man. I mean, but, no, they're going to get there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to take them a while, but they'll get there. They yep. can keep them there long enough. I bet they will. I bet All right, last question. You go to the local ceiling pizzeria, whatever its name, and on the menu is the Gary Manuel pizza. What's on it? Uh, buffalo chicken. But huh, that's the first time I've had a buffalo chicken one. <laughs> and I'm telling you, Domino's buffalo chicken pizza is the best. All right, I I love it. Buffalo uh, chicken pizza, and I I'm not a big pizza guy. Usually, if I'm a pizza guy, my son kind of got me hooked on the buffalo chicken because I was usually just a beef guy. Yeah, pizza, but. He had mm-hmm. buffalo chicken one day from Domino's, and I love Domino's pizza. We don't have one here. I wish we did, but uh, and I got we got buffalo chicken, and I absolutely love it. <laughs> yes, we actually had me and my son had one. We bought one. We went to Emporia two weeks ago up there uh, to the football game, and we grabbed the Domino's pizza before we left on the way home. We ate it on the way home. Buffalo chicken. So right. yeah, that would be that would be my pizza right there. Yeah. That. Or double cheeseburger. I'm a cheeseburger guy. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, yeah, no. Well, Coach, so. man, it, it's been a pleasure to visit with you. Thank you again for doing this. I'm going to wish you good luck the rest yeah, of the season. Anytime, man. I wish you guys good luck. I just I hope we're both on the hope we're on the opposite sides of the bracket. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you the side of the bracket you guys are going to be on. This ain't on record, is it? It is now, yeah. <laughs> you turn it off? Not yet. Not yet. I will. Uh-oh. But I'll, I'll hang on. I'll wait real quick. All right, Coach. Thanks for visiting with me, and I'll I'll see you down the road. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks again to Coach Emanuel for being on the podcast today, and thank you for listening. A new episode comes out every Sunday at 10 a.m. on your favorite podcasting site, and also every Wednesday at 3:30 on the Kenny and the Coaches Facebook page is not so instant replay. You can check out the official Kenny and the Coaches website in the description. And if you're on X, just search at Kenny Coaches. And don't forget, that's K-E-N-N-E-Y and the Coaches. Until next time. This episode was recorded on October 1st.